This is recording. Hello. Check, 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 check. Okay. I think we're good. Chat on. People. Not here, but coming back. <clears throat> Hopefully. Um, okay. Today, we are reading Baruch. Uh, which should be a shorty. It's only one, two, three, four and a half pages, where last week was 26 pages. So this should take a little under an hour. Next week, buckle up, kids. Got another long one. Next week will probably be two and a half hours. The week after will be about two hours, would be my estimation. Uh, and then we're done. So two more weeks after this one, three weeks if you include this week, which brings us to, I don't know, maps, not maps, calendars, one, two, yeah, the 23rd, which is perfect. I really timed it. I really nailed it. Two, it's just two seasons in a row. I've really nailed it. Um, I'll take the summer off once we're done, but more about that later. Um, okay. Thanks for being here. It's hot. It's hot. Baruch, chapter 1. And these are the words of the book, which Baruch, the son of Nereus, the son of Messias, the son of Sedechias, the son of Sedai, the son of Helkias, wrote in Babylonia. In the fifth year, in the seventh day of the month, at the time the Chaldeans took Jerusalem and burnt it with fire. And Baruch read the words of this book in the hearing of Jeconias, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. See, this translation has all the names weird. <laughs> They're all spelled weird. Um, and you'd think after all this time I would know uh, the order of operations here, who is who. And I Google it. It's a short stream. I'm gonna Google it. Bobby beep beep bop. Google 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 Googling. Who was the son of Jehoiakim? Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Jeconiah. Yeah. Okay. That was right. <laughs> okay. Jeconiah. Reading the words, Jeconiah is listening, and it's great. And in the hearing, and in the hearing of all the people that came to hear the book, and in the hearing of the nobles, the sons of the kings, and in the hearing of the ancients, and in the hearing of the people, from the least even to the greatest of them that dwelt in Babylonia by the river Sedai. And when they heard it, they wept and fasted and prayed before the Lord. And they made a collection of money according to every man's power. And they sent it to Jerusalem, to Jehoiakim the priest, the son of Helkias, the son of Salom, and to the priests and to all the people that were found with him in Jerusalem. At the time when he received the vessels, the temple of the Lord, which had been taken away out of the temple, to return them into the land of Judah, the tenth day of the month of Silvan, the silver vessels which Sedechias, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, had made. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, 
had carried away uh, Jechoinus and the princes and all the powerful men and the people of the land of Jerusalem and brought them bound to Babylon. Uh, so I'm doing a Bible in the year plan where I'm listening to it via a podcast and we're doing first and second Chronicles and first and second Kings, which are, um, two separate tellings of the same stories. And the reading yesterday was about Josiah and how they lost what the Christians call the old Testament. They lost the rule book, the book of the laws. It was supposed to be read to the people every seven years it was supposed to be read by the kings every single day and they lost it which like okay uh and so this is an interesting connection to that where baruch is reading that book to the people that um the context is they have they recently refound it um because king josiah he was eight he was eight years old and uh he found the book. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away Jeconias and the princes and all the powerful men and the people in Jerusalem bought them Babylon. And they said, Behold, we have sent you money, but with it holocausts and frankincense and make meat offerings and offerings for sin at the altar of the Lord our God. And pray ye for the life of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and for the life of Balthazar, his son, that their days may be upon earth as the days of heaven, and that the Lord may give us strength and enlighten our eyes, that we may live under the shadow of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and under the shadow of Balthazar, his son, and may serve them many days and may find favor in their sight. And pray ye for us to the Lord our God, for we have sinned against the Lord our God, and his wrath is not turned away from us even to this day. And read ye this book, which we have sent to you to be read in the temple of the Lord on feasts and proper days. And you shall say to the Lord our God belongeth justice, but to us confusion of our face, as it is come to pass at this day to all Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, to our kings and to our princes and to our priests and to our prophets and to our fathers. We have sinned before the Lord our God and have not believed him nor put our trust in him. And we were not obedient to him. And we have not hearkened to the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his commandments, which he hath given us. From the day that he brought our fathers out of the land of Egypt, even to this day, we were disobedient to the Lord our God. And going astray, we turned away from hearing his voice. And many evils have cleaved to us and the curses which the Lord foretold by Moses, his servant, who brought our fathers out of the land of Egypt to give us a land flowing with milk and honey as at this day. And we have not hearkened to the voice of the Lord our God according to all the words of the prophets whom he sent to us. And we have gone away every man after the inclinations of his own wicked heart to serve strange gods and to do evil in the sight of the Lord our God. Chapter 2. Wherefore, the Lord our God hath made good in his word that he spoke to us and to our judges that have judged Israel and to our kings and to our princes and to all uh, Israel and Judah that the Lord would bring upon us great evils such as never happened under heaven as they have come to pass in Jerusalem according to the things that are written in the laws of Moses that a man should eat the flesh of his own son and the flesh of his own daughter. And he hath delivered them up to be under the hand of all the kings that are round about us, to be a reproach and desolation among all the people, among whom the Lord hath scattered us. And we are brought under, 
and are not uppermost, because we have sinned against the Lord our God by not obeying his voice. To the Lord our God belongeth justice, but to us and to our fathers confusion of face as at this day. For the Lord hath pronounced against us all these evils that are come upon us, and we have not entreated the face of the Lord our God that, me, the, uh, that we might return every one of us from our most wicked ways. And the Lord hath watched over us for evil, and hath brought it upon us. For the Lord is just in all his works, which he hath commanded us. And we have not hearkened to his voice to walk in the commandments of the Lord, which he hath set before us. And now, O Lord God of Israel, who hast brought thy people out of the land of Egypt with a strong hand, and with signs, and with wonders, and with thy great power, and with a mighty arm, and hast made thee a name as at this day. We have sinned, we have done wickedly, we have acted unjustly, O Lord our God, against all thy justices. Let thy wrath be turned away from us, for we are left among the nations where thou hast scattered us. Hear, O Lord, our prayers and our petitions, and deliver us for thy own sake, and grant that we may find favor in the sight of them that, has, that have led us away that all the earth may know that thou art the Lord our God, and that thy name is called upon Israel and upon his posterity. Look down upon us, O Lord, from thy holy house, and incline thy ear and hear us. Open thy eyes and behold, for the dead that are in hell, whose spirit is taken away from their bowels, should not give glory and justice to the Lord. But the soul that is sorrowful for the greatness of evil she hath done, and goeth bowed down and feeble, and the eyes that fail, and the hungry soul give us uh, giveth glory and justice to thee, Lord, thee, the Lord. For it is not for the justices of our fathers that we pour out our prayers and beg mercy in thy sight, O Lord our God. But because thou hast sent out thy wrath and thy indignation upon us, as thou hast spoken by the hand of thy servants, the prophets, saying, Thus saith the Lord, bow down your shoulder and your neck and serve the king of Babylon, and you shall remain in the land which I have given to your fathers. But if you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord your God to serve the king of Babylon, I will cause you to depart out of the cities of Judah and from without Jerusalem. And I will take away from you the voice of mirth and the voice of joy and the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, and all the land shall be without any footstep of inhabitants." And they hearkened not to thy voice to serve the king of Babylon. And thou hast made good thy words, which thou spokest by the hands of thy servants, the prophets, that the bones of our kings and the bones of our fathers should be removed out of their place. And behold, they are cast out to the heat of the sun and to the frost of the night, and they have died in grievous pains by famine and by the sword and in banishment. And thou hast made the temple in which thy name was called upon, and it is at this day for the iniquity of the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And thou hast dwelt with us, O Lord our God, according to all thy goodness, and according to all that great mercy of thine, as thou spokest by the hand of thy servant Moses in the day when thou didst command him to write thy law before the children of Israel, saying, if you will not hear my voice, this great multitude shall be turned into a very small number among the nations where I will scatter them. For I know that the people will not hear me. For I know that the people will not hear me, for they are a people of stiff neck. 
but they shall turn to their heart in the land of their captivity, and they shall know that I am the Lord their God, and I will give them a heart, and they shall understand, and ears, and they shall hear. And they shall praise me in the land of their captivity, and shall be mindful of my name, and they shall turn away themselves from their stiff neck and from their wicked deeds, for they shall remember the way of their fathers that sinned against me. And I will bring them back again into the land which I promised with an oath to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they shall be masters thereof, and I will multiply them, and they shall not be diminished. And I will make with them another covenant that shall be everlasting to be their God, and they shall be my people, and I will no more remove my people, the children of Israel, out of the land that I have given them. Chapter 3. And now, O Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, the soul in anguish and the troubled spirit crieth to thee, Hear, O Lord, and have mercy, for thou art a merciful God, and have pity on us, for we have sinned before thee. For thou remainest for ever, and shall we perish everlastingly? O Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, hear now the prayer of the dead of Israel and of their children that have sinned before thee and have not hearkened to the voice of the Lord their God. Wherefore, evils have cleaved fast to us. Remember not the iniquities of our fathers, but think upon thy hand and upon thy name at this time. For thou art the Lord our God, and we will praise thee, O Lord, because for this end thou hast put thy fears in our hearts, to the intent that we should call upon thy name and praise thee in our captivity. For we are converted from the iniquity of our fathers who sinned before thee. And behold, we are at this day in our captivity, whereby thou hast scattered us to be a reproach, and a curse, and an offense, according to all the iniquities of our fathers, who departed from thee, O Lord our God. Hear, O Israel, the commandments of life. Give ear, that thou mayest learn wisdom. How happeneth, how happeneth it, O Israel, that thou art in thy enemy's land? Thou art grown old in a strange country. Thou art defiled with the dead. Thou art counted with them that go down into hell. Thou hast forsaken the fountain of wisdom. For if thou hadst walked in the way of God, thou hadst surely dwelt in peace forever. Learn where is wisdom, where is strength, where is understanding, that thou mayest know also where is length of days and life, where is the light of the eyes and peace, who hath found out her place, and who hath gone into her treasures. Where are the princes of the nations, and they that rule over the beasts that are upon the earth, that take their divisions with the birds of the air, that hoard up silver and gold wherein men trust, and there is no end of getting? Who work in silver and are solicitous, and their works are unsearchable. They are cut off, and are gone down to hell, and others are risen up in their place. Young men have seen the light and dwelt upon the earth, but the way of knowledge they have not known, nor have they understood the paths thereof. Neither have their children received it. It is far from their face. It hath not been heard in the land of Canaan, neither hath it been seen in the Mon. The children of Agar also that search after the wisdom that is of the earth, the merchants of Mercha and of the Mon, and the tellers of fables and searchers of prudence and understanding, but the way of wisdom they have not known, neither have they remembered her paths. O Israel, how great is the house of God, and how vast is the place of his possession! It is great and hath no end, it is high and immense. 
There were the giants, those renowned men that were from the beginning of great stature, expert in war. The Lord chose not them, neither did they find the way of knowledge, therefore did they perish. And because they had not wisdom, they perished through their folly. Who hath gone up into heaven and taken her and brought her down from the clouds? Who hath passed over the sea and found her and brought her preferably to chosen gold? There is none that is able to know her ways, nor that can search out her paths. But he that knoweth all things knoweth her and hath found her out with his understanding. He that prepared the earth for evermore and filled it with cattle and four-footed beasts. He that sendeth forth light and it goeth and hath called it and it obeyeth him with trembling. And the stars have given light in their watches and rejoiced. They were called and they said, Here we are. And with cheerful innes they have shined forth to him that made them. This is our God, and there shall no other be accounted of in comparison of him. He found out all the way of knowledge, and gave it to Jacob his servant, and to Israel his beloved. Afterwards he was seen upon earth, and conversed with men. That sounds like we're talking about Jesus again. He that sendeth forth light, and it goeth, and hath called it, and obeyeth, and huh? And the stars have given light in their watches, and rejoiced. They were called, and they said, Here we are. And what would cheerful Ennis... Oh, I think that's supposed to say cheerfulness. <laughs> it says, Cheerfu-inus. Cheerfulness. They have shined forth to him that made them. This is our God. And there shall no other be accounted of in comparison of him. He found out all the way of knowledge and gave it to Jacob his servant and to Israel his beloved. Afterwards he was seen upon earth and conversed with men. Chapter 4. This is the book of the commandments of God and the law that is forever and all they that keep it shall come to life, but they that have forsaken it to death. Return, O Jacob, and take hold of it. Walk in the way by its brightness in the presence of light thereof. Give not thy honor to another nor thy dignity to a strange nation. We are happy, O Israel, because the things that are pleasing to God are made known to us. Be of good comfort, O people of God. The memorial of Israel. You have been sold to the Gentiles, not for your destruction, but because you provoked God to wrath, you who are delivered to your adversaries. For you have provoked him who made you, the internal God, offering sacrifice to devils and not to God. For you have forgotten God, who brought you up, and you have grieved Jerusalem that nursed you. For she saw the wrath of God coming upon you, and she said, Give ear, all you that dwell near Zion, for God hath brought upon me great mourning. For I have seen the captivity of my people, of my sons and my daughters, which the Eternal hath brought upon them. For I nourished them with joy, but I sent them away with weeping and mourning. Let no man rejoice over me, a widow and desolate. I am forsaken of many for the sins of my children, because they departed from the law of God. And they have not known his justices, nor walked by the ways of God's commandments, neither have they entered by the path of his truth and justice. Let them that dwell about Zion come, and remember the captivity of my sons and daughters, which the Eternal hath brought upon them. 
For he hath brought a nation upon them from afar, a wicked nation and of a strange tongue, who have neither reverenced the ancient nor pitied children, and have carried away the beloved of the widow, and have left me all alone without children. But as for me, what help can I give you? But he that hath brought the evils upon you, he will deliver you out of my hands of your enemies. Go your way, my children, go your way, for I am left alone. I have put off the robe of peace, and have put upon me the sackcloth of supplication. And I will cry to the Most High in my days, Be of good comfort, my children, cry to the Lord, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the princes, your enemies. For my hope is in the Eternal, that he will save you. And joy is come upon me from the Holy One, because of the mercy which shall come to you from our everlasting Savior. For I sent you forth with mourning and weeping, but the Lord will bring you back to me with joy and gladness forever. For as the neighbors of Sion have now seen your captivity from God, so shall they also shortly see your salvation from God, which shall come upon you with great honor and everlasting glory. My children, suffer patiently the wrath that has come upon you, for thy enemy has persecuted thee, but thou shalt quickly see his destruction, and thou shalt get upon his neck. My delicate ones have walked rough ways, for they were taken away as a flock made a prey by the enemy, the enemies. Be of good comfort, my children, and cry to the Lord, for you shall be remembered by him that hath led you away. For as it was your mind to go astray from God, so when you return again, you shall seek him ten times as much. Relatable content. For he that hath brought evils upon you shall bring you everlasting joy again with your salvation. Be of good heart, O Jerusalem, for he extorteth thee that named thee. The wicked that have afflicted thee shall perish, and they that have rejoiced at thy ruin shall be punished. The cities which thy children have served shall be punished, and she that received thy sons. For as she rejoiced at thy ruin and was glad of thy fall, so shall she be grieved for her own desolation. And the joy of her multitude shall be cut off, and her gladness shall be turned to mourning. For fire shall come upon her from the eternal, long to endure, and she shall be inhabited by devils for a great time. Look about thee, O Jerusalem, towards the east, and behold the joy that cometh to thee from God. For behold, thy children come, whom thou sentest away scattered. They come gathered together from the east, even to the west, at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing for the honor of God. Chapter 5 Put off, O Jerusalem, the garment of thy mourning and affliction, and put on the beauty and honor of that everlasting glory which thou hast from God. God will clothe thee with the double garment of justice, and will set a crown on thy head of everlasting honor. For God will shew his brightness to thee, to everyone under heaven. For thy name shall be named to thee by God forever, the peace of justice and honor of piety. Arise, O Jerusalem, and stand on high, and look about toward the east, and behold thy children gathered together from the rising to the setting sun, by the word of the Holy One rejoicing in the remembrance of God. For they went out from thee on foot, led by the enemies, but the Lord will bring them to thee exalted with honor as children of the kingdom. For God hath appointed to bring down every high mountain and the everlasting rocks and to fill up the valleys to make them uh, even with the ground, that Israel may walk diligently to the honor of God. Moreover, the woods and every sweet-smelling tree have overshadowed Israel by the commandment of God. 
For God will bring Israel with joy to the light of his majesty with mercy and justice that cometh from him. And the sixth and final chapter of Baruch. See, short and sweet, told you. For the sins that you have committed before God, you shall be carried away captives into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And when you are come into Babylon, you shall be there many years and for a long time, even to seven generations. And after that, I will bring you away from thence with peace. But now you shall see in Babylon gods of gold and silver and of stone and of wood burn upon, borne upon shoulders, causing fear to the Gentiles. Beware, therefore, that you imitate not the doings of others, and be afraid, and the fear of them should seize upon you. But when you see the multitude behind and before, adoring them, say you in our hearts, Thou oughtest to be adored, O Lord. For my angel is with you, and I myself will demand an account of your souls. For their tongue that is polished by the craftsmen and themselves laid over with gold and silver are false things, and they cannot speak. And as if it were for a maiden that loveth... (laughs) Okay. Baruch, chapter 6, verse 8. This is what it says. I'm just reading what it says. And as if it were for a maiden that loveth to go gay, so do they take gold and make them up. That's what it says right there in the book. Their gods have golden crowns upon their heads, whereof the priests secretly conveyed away from them gold and silver and bestow it upon themselves. Yea, and they give thereof to prostitutes, and they dress out harlots. And again, when they receive it of the harlots, they adorn their gods. And these gods cannot defend themselves from the rust and the moth. But when they have covered them with a purple garment, they wipe their face because of the dust of the house, which is very much among them. This holdeth a scepter as a man, as a judge of the country, but cannot put to death one that offendeth him. And this hath in his hand a sword or an axe, but cannot save himself from war or from robbers, whereby be it known to you that they are not gods. Therefore fear not them. For as a vessel that a man uses when it is broken becometh useless, even so are their gods. When they are placed in the house, their eyes are full of dust by the feet of them that go in. And as the gates are made sure on every side upon one that hath offended the king, or like a dead man carried to the grave, so do priests secure the doors of bars and locks, lest they be stripped by thieves. They light candles to them, and in great number, of which they cannot see one, but they are like beams in the house. And they say that the creeping things which are of the earth gnaw their hearts, while they eat them and their garments, and they feel it not. Their faces are black with the smoke that is made in the house. uh, owls and swallows and other birds fly upon their bodies and upon their heads and cats in like manner whereby you may know that they are no gods therefore fear them not the gold also which they have is for shoe but except a man wipe off the rust they will not shine for neither they were molten did they feel it men buy them at high price whereas there is no breath in them And having not the use of feet, they are carried upon shoulders, declaring to men how vile they are. But they confounded also that worship them. 
Therefore, if they fall to the ground, they rise not up again of themselves, nor if a man set them upright, but they will stand by themselves. But their gifts shall be set before them as to the dead. The things that are sacrificed to them, their priests sell and abuse. In like manner, also their wives take part of them, but give nothing of it either to the sick or to the poor. The childbearing and menstruous women touch their sacrifices, knowing therefore by these things that they are not gods, fear them not. For how can they be called gods? Because women set offering before the gods of silver, of gold, and of wood. And priests sit in their temple, uh, temples, having their garments rent, and their heads and beards shaven, and nothing upon their heads. And they roar and cry before their gods, as men do at the feast when one is dead. And priests take away their garments and clothe their wives and their children. And whether it be evil that one doth upon um, unto them, or good they are not able to recompense it, neither can they set up a king nor put him down. In like manner, they can give neither um, they can neither give riches nor requite evil. If a man make a vow to them and perform it not, they cannot require it. They cannot deliver a man from death nor save the weak from the mighty. They cannot restore the blind man to his sight nor deliver a man from distress. They shall not pity the widow nor do good to the fatherless. Their gods of wood and of stone and of gold and of silver are like the stones that are hewn out of the mountains and they that worship them shall be confounded. How then is it to be supposed or to be said that they are gods? Even the Chaldeans themselves dishonor them, who, when they hear of one dumb that cannot speak, they present him to Bel, entreating him that he may speak, as though they could be sensible that have no motion themselves. And they, when the gods shall perceive this, will leave them, for their gods themselves have no sense. The women also with cords about them sit in the ways, burning olive stones, and when any one of them, drawn away by some passenger, lieth with him, she upbraideth her neighbor, that she was not thought as worthy as herself, nor her cord broken. But all things that are done about them are false. How is it then to be thought, or to be said that they are gods? And they are made by workmen and by goldsmiths. They shall be nothing else but what the priests will have them to be. For the artificers themselves cannot make them, uh, are of no weight. For the artificers themselves that make them are of no countenance. Can those things they have left false things? But they have left false things and reproach to them that come after. For when war cometh upon them or evils, the priests consult with themselves where they may hide themselves with them. And how then can they be thought to be gods that can neither deliver themselves from war nor save themselves from evils? For seeing they are but of wood and laid over with gold and silver, it shall be known hereafter that they are false things, but all nations and kings, and it shall be manifest that they are no gods, but the work of men's hands, and that there is no work of God in them. Whence, therefore, it is known that they are not gods, but the work of men's hands, and no work of God is in them. They cannot set up a king over the land, nor give rain to men. They determine no causes, nor deliver countries from oppression, because they can do nothing, and are as daws between heaven and earth. For when fire shall fall upon the house of these gods of wood and of silver and of gold, their priests indeed will flee away and be saved, but they themselves shall be burnt in the midst like beams. 
and they cannot withstand a king and war. How then can it be supposed or admitted that they are gods? Neither are these gods of wood and of stone and laid over with gold and with silver, able to deliver themselves from thieves or robbers, that they are stronger than them. Shall take from them the gold, the silver, and the raiment wherewith they are clothed, and shall go their way. Neither shall they help themselves. Therefore, it is better to be a king that sheweth his power, or else a profitable vessel in the house, with which the owner thereof will be well satisfied. Or adorn the house, to keep things safe that are therein, then such false gods. The sun and the moon and the stars being bright and sent forth for profitable uses are obedient. In like manner the lightning which it breaketh forth is easy to be seen, and after the same manner the wind bloweth in every country. And the clouds when God commandeth them to go over the whole world do that which is commanded them. The fire also being sent from above to consume mountains and woods doth as it is commanded. But these neither in shoon nor in power are like to any one of them. Therefore it is neither to be taught nor to be said. To be said. Oh my god, I just lost my place. Ah. Lightning. Fire. Power. In the manner, in like manner, the lightning, when it breaketh breaketh forth is easy to be seen and after the same manner the wind bloweth in every country and the clouds when god commandeth them to go over the whole world do that which is commanded them the fire also being sent from above to consume mountains and woods doth at it is commanded as it is commanded but these neither in shoe nor in power are like to any one of them Wherefore, it is neither to be taught nor to be said that they are gods, since they are neither able to judge causes nor to do any good to men. Knowing, therefore, that they are not gods, fear them not, for neither can they curse kings nor bless them. Neither do they shew signs in heaven to the nations, nor shine as the sun, nor give light as the moon. Beasts are better than they, which can fly under a covert and help themselves. Therefore, there is no manner of appearance that they are gods, so fear them not. For as a scarecrow in a garden of cucumbers keepeth nothing, so are there gods of wood and of silver and laid over with gold. Burn. They are no better than a white thorn in a garden upon which every bird sitteth. In like manner also their gods of wood and laid over with gold and with silver are like to a dead body cast forth in the dark. By the purple also and the scarlet which are moth-eaten upon them, you shall know that they are not gods. And they themselves at last are consumed, and shall be approached in the country. Better, therefore, is the just man that hath no idols, for he shall be far from reproach. Um, that's it. Ta-da! Even shorter than anticipated. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. If you're watching the stream later, cool. Hope you enjoy. I did. And I will see you next week for a long one. Let go and let God. <laughs>